Welcome to The Garage, an NBA live show presented by NBH Network. I go by Mike, and with me today is... Jay Bash, Daniel Doom. And we're back again. We recorded something. I promise it was one of the best podcasts you would have ever heard yesterday. Um, I messed up and with the... It was on me. It's on producer. Uh, but we're back day next uh, next day to talk some hoops. We'll talk about uh, Kings Warriors, um, game that just finished up recently. Um, and go from there and just talk about the NBA and uh, how the first week or so of basketball has been um, in the league. Uh, but let's start. Let's start with Warriors Kings. Um, a lot of Warriors Kings early. I feel like they were talking about that on the broadcast. A lot of preseason games. First two game or two games within the first week essentially of the season. Mm. Um, they're playing each other a lot, and the playing tournament hasn't even started yet. And they're going to play twice in there, um, so we're going to get through our Kings games really quick. But uh, interesting game, weird game. Um, any any just initial thoughts before we jump into it? I was going to try to get the rundown from this one on y'all. I just watched Clay Thompson's uh, interview after the game, and it was pretty funny. And I know Fox was out, so it feels like it was a. It was a trap game. I think I heard them say that before. Like, it's a trap game to know De'Aaron. So, I'm interested to see how this one actually went, how it came down to a clay, clay game winner from y'all. Especially trap game, especially with the schedule, right? It's a home game, but it's that weird thing where it's a home game and in between two road games and between mm. kind of like two long road trips. So, it's a home game, but it's kind of – it's a road game you're playing at your home arena. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you brought up the good point, Clay. Clay Thompson, uh, game winner. Probably we should start with this. Uh, it was good to see me. I feel like I've seen Clay miss this shot so much since he's been back. Like have an opportunity yeah. to hit a big shot later in uh, late in the game to either kind of win or he just he just misses a couple of times. So it was good to see him him knock it down. Um, and like you said, good uh, post post game interviews. Good. He seemed excited. It's good to see Clay. Kind yeah. of. I felt he had that moment. A few weeks into his first, uh, when he first got back, when he started to really hit, I think he just, you could tell the excitement of just him kind of getting back to what he feels like he should be consistently. And I think this was another moment for him where it's like, yeah, I'm still Clay Thompson. I can still do this. Um, so one of the best shooters in the league. Um, but interesting game overall. He only shot four threes, Clay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Interesting, interesting game overall. I want to mm-hmm. see, I think my biggest question. This many games to the season, especially for a team that's four and one playing playing great basketball, is I just kind of want to see how the Draymond and Chris Paul on the court at the same time thing, and I guess more specifically Draymond, Chris Paul, and Looney, just how that all is going to go together. Um, and it's honestly not even as much about Chris. Chris uh, struggled to make shots today. I think he didn't get his first made shot until pretty late in the game, uh, pretty late in the game, or sometime in the fourth. Um, the ball has to go into the basket, I guess. This is the second time they've scored under 105 points this season, and that's mm-hmm. just, that's, I feel like that was atypical, even of bad nights for the Warriors for the last, for a long time now. So I'm just mm-hmm. interested to see how the offense kind of meshes Yeah. now that the full squad's kind of in the mix. But overall, pulled out a good win. Um, any, any thoughts that you kind of checking in and out of this one? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Chris Paul and Draymond thing. I mean, I guess today was okay. Draymond had nine assists. Chris Paul had eight. It just... How much do they actually need to play together? Yeah. Did they... How much did they play together today, actually? Let's see. We can math it out to at least... Let me see. 27 minutes. Chris Paul played 28. So that's, uh, what? 
an overlap of at least about about seven minutes, or probably at least seven, probably closer to 10, 12, uh, 13 yeah. minutes. Like that probably played together. Two stints? Yeah. Um, probably, yeah, two stints. You know, that's just, that's as a minimum. It could have been more yeah. than um, So, yeah, I mean, they're playing together a significant chunk yeah. of the game, no matter what, because they're both – I mean, Chris Paul's been – We'll see how long it lasts. But Chris Paul's been like a 28 to 32 minute a night guy pretty much all year so far. So they're going to play a lot of time together and play at least some chunks of time together. And yeah. it's going to be interesting because it is like, yeah, I just, they're both, they both, they do the same thing. They do it in very different ways, but they both kind of are providing the same thing. And I think if Chris can't create for one another, really, yeah, it's like they're both creators, they can't create. They're not. Yeah. Neither of those guys are yeah, play finishers on a night-to-night basis at all. I don't know yeah. how dynamic the Chris Paul, Draymond Green pick and roll can be. Yeah. Just have your everybody room. else is just staying attached. And if somebody yeah. like Mooney's out there to put an extra yeah. around the rim, so yeah, it's a. Uh, it's again, they're four and one. It's probably fine. Um, that was probably just again second time they've scored a low number of points that I'm not used to them seeing. So I was saying Chris Paul just slowed down the pace. A lot more than you like to see this team play a lot of the time. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Interesting. There's nothing to really be worried about. But interesting that they, they played this one close with no De'Aaron and struggled offensively. Um, good Dray- season. Oh, my bad. Dray- Draymond, two early threes, too. You made two? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they did say that. Yeah, that's a locked in the win early. He made two threes. They shouldn't lose. I think that's what's making me nervous, right? Is that there's like Draymond Green's kind of, I mean, he's looked good since he's been back. Yeah, I feel yeah. like just like he looks, looks bright. I feel like I've appreciated it for the last even couple years with him. Like he's done kind of being anxious about shooting. Like he was kind of in that space where the Lonzos and the Rondos were, where it was like, I'm kind of scared to shoot around the mm-hmm. rim now. It's like he, he's missing them, but he's taking, like he's being the level of aggressive he needs to be just for the yeah. offense to work generally. And it was like, yeah, he did today, like two for four from three. Um, so what ended up being what from two? And I'm sure a pretty decent one from two. Had a good game, thirteen and nine. Um, but a minus five is interesting. Starters haven't been great. That's the other weird part about this season so far. Um, Wiggins is starting to find his own, so hopefully that helps it out. Yeah, Wiggins finally had already yeah. a decent game today. Say that, you only have two points in the second half. Yeah. You only saw twelve at halftime. Wiggins roller coaster. Feel like yeah, either he's gonna feel like he's not there, even from game to game, feel like he's not there, can feel like he's like the second best player on the team when he's locked in. So, like, we've been leading the other direction towards, towards where's Wiggins at, you know? Because he, yeah, I feel like, yeah, probably, probably does a lot for the starting lineup or the functionality of it. Just, especially, yeah, I feel like just the, the Looney Draymond lineups just need, they need shooting, they just need shooting at all, all the other positions. So, Wiggins isn't locked in, man. You feel it. I like the Dario, Dario and Chris Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them together. That's, uh, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I think the positive, right, is as much as the main six maybe hasn't quite found the meshing yet. Like, yeah. Chris has been good with the bench, and the bench itself has just mm-hmm. been, like, really good yeah. this year, right? Kind of like you're saying, we look at even a game like tonight where it's like, yeah, they continue to be solid in the minutes they play, I guess, in a way. That's really, that's been really helpful. It's like Kaminga kind of got loose a little bit today. Um, yeah, I think that's what's, it's been interesting. It's been a weird thing to watch, right, because we're so used to watching Steph minutes carry the team to try to survive the non-Steph minutes. And a lot of the season has been, like, Steph's been good, but the starters in general, yeah. like, you know, I would say the core six, if mm-hmm. you want to call them that, like, haven't necessarily been great at all times when they've been out there, but it's yeah. been, like, the bench picking up 
bad Steph, not even bad Steph play, but bad Steph minutes, I guess, if yeah. you want to say, just as a team, um, which has been encouraging. Um, I think I was telling you just it's cool. I was telling somebody it's good to see them win a game where Steph doesn't play Steph, well. Yes, um, yeah, I don't think yeah. that happened yet this year. Steph had mm-hmm. the one bad game in Houston. Oh no! I guess twice. I guess against a good team. I guess against yeah, a, against yeah, a real. Yeah. No, no offense to Houston, but like yeah, yeah against a a top against a playoff level yeah. opponent. It's good to see that because um, again, just something you weren't seeing much of last season. Yeah, at all. Yeah, so like that's the flip. We're just heavily reliant on the starting lineup and just the the core, the three or the core three. But even even yeah, just the starting five the last couple of seasons. And I think this this year feels more. I mean, also like the champion, the beginning of the championship year, kind of feels a little bit more along the lines of, uh, yeah, just how we have nine, we have ten, like we can go nine, ten, eleven deep and feel comfortable about who who we have on the bench and and, and yeah, that felt, yeah, haven't felt like that since even 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 that year that we won the championship. It didn't even feel that way past like the beginning of the season. I guess like we haven't felt I guess that feeling of of depth in a while. It feels like because. That year we were we were injured dealing with injuries and yeah. all the way up until the even in, into the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It's, it's the worst felt so far removed from yeah. that twenty and two start until yeah. the playoffs because it just happened to all come together, right? Like, yeah. but like Porter in and out, Belly or be elite and I'm in and out, but just his game kind of went in and out. But like it yeah. all came together, like it came together at the start, at the finish that year. And Clay um, came back. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, it feels like there's more depth even this time around. I mean, in fact, I feel like didn't. I mean, you had no Kaminga, no Clay, even on Monday, Monday, right? The game they played yeah. on Monday. And yeah. I feel like just being able to slide two rookies into like some spot minutes for them to be decent enough that it's not doesn't seem like it phased them much. They yeah. phased them much at all. So, um, any other thoughts? Any other Warriors thoughts? As we're wrapping up, any Kings thoughts? Interesting. I think I played well without De'Aaron. Which is yeah, I ain't gonna lie. We kind of got uh, I'm a good, good win, but yeah. yeah, there was no De'Aaron out there, and they didn't even look good. Yeah, it's like Murray struggled. I feel like most of the night. Sabonis so had almost had a triple double. Did Malik Monk? What did Malik Monk do? Uh, yeah, sixteen. I feel like I saw him. Yeah, he had a good night. But yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like game. Just a low scoring game from two teams. Yeah, to see not low scoring. It wasn't yeah. like this incredible performance. But it's good. It's good to see a team gut out wins uh, when it gets ugly. Um, any other any other thoughts on either of the teams before we open it up? I watched a little. Watched a good chunk of uh, Detroit OKC, and I have, I have thoughts on both teams. Oh, oh. jump into that. Let's any other Warriors Kings thoughts? I'll say because I watched the. The Clay interview is the most thing I saw, and it was funny. The last thing I'll say is Clay. Uh, I feel like the last question of the interview was um, the reporter asked or said that Draymond loves the chemistry and the morale and coming to work this year compared to last year. And uh, I didn't hear Draymond answer that, but I heard heard the reporter say this before asking Clay, "Do you what's the difference for you between last year and this year and the chemistry and, and yeah, the coming to work? And Clay's answer was just hilarious because it's just he smirks before the question's even over. And then he's like, you show up to work, play defense, uh, sh- shoot basketball is like, 
This is the best job in the world. I was like, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, it's always a good locker room for me. I was just like, it's like, oh, it's night and day. It was just Draymond started last season punching his teammate. Like, no matter how bad it seemed like things got for Clay last year, like on the court stuff, it was just like, yeah, no, he's, he's having fun and he's getting along with our, yeah, so like you kind of can't tell him nothing, like not bringing, not, not, I guess not in the, in the negative. Bring in the locker room any negativity, I guess. Clay's always going to be doing the positive, or is it going to be kind of having... Clay's always going to be Clay, I guess, as simple as to say. Just showing up to shoot, showing up to play some defense. And, uh, Draymond's quote for that uh, question was hilarious. Draymond's quote to that question was hilarious. Or if he got the same what question, a similar question. Yeah, he that's just, what I... He, yeah. went, he went in about how it was just last year's... It was like, it was that unaware thing where he's just going in about how bad last year sucks and how good it is, like, not acknowledging that maybe you're the reason it was bad like, last year type shit. The very first thing that happened last year was locker room trauma via Draymond Green. <laughs> but yeah, no, his, uh, his response was... Yeah, again, it's good. Good to see Clay. Clay's feeling good, man. Yeah. What he wants to say that uh, last year got a little weird. Yeah, I was say it was funny to hear him say because it felt like he was smiling and smirking at just being able to have a different answer than Draymond or like hearing knowing Draymond's answer is kind of weird, but also it was like Clay, like you was not like last November and December. It did not seem like you was having any fun like at all. And I don't know what the locker room was like for him then, but yeah, maybe that's yeah exactly why. Like Clay is at the end of the day, but like Clay is always a very simple guy. Always just kind of comes back to you know compete for championships and play with the best players in the world. Yeah, always gonna come back to that. What did Draymond say? Last year we had an awful team as far as chemistry goes. Mm. Last year was horseshit. Had to come to work, not fun. Hard to come to work, not fun. This year you see the joy on guys' face when they come into the building. This is a group that likes being together. Which again is not anything that's untrue, but just hilarious that you can say that with a straight face, I guess. It's an acknowledgement of like, why was chemistry bad last year? So, so bad last year, Draymond. But. That's that's the Warriors and that's that's those three dudes, man. They're always gonna give you something different. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Steve Kerr tells Curry to make sure that um, he takes days off because he works too hard. So uh, during the off season, he says that you have to have days where you only uh, play golf and have dinner with your family. It's only two things you're allowed to do two days a week. <laughs> So Steve Kurt really getting into this this hippie coach now. I was like, oh man, that's why I mess with Steve. I was like, he really. He's like, I know these are the things that Steph Curry that are they're good for him. No matter what, it's like these are the two things that are good for Steph Curry. I was like, back when I played, coach telling me to bring my golf clubs to, on the road trip that never happened. <laughs> oh, Kurt really. Kurt got his little his little his little uh, Zen Zen stuff down to a science. So, like he, he less crazy than Phil too. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if that's true. Phil, 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 a wild boy. I feel like Phil worked better in the nineties. <laughs> Steve Kerr's a wild, wild one too. He just he got a little yeah. more. He got politically correct. Yeah. When he's on camera, yeah. I wonder what Kerr's like behind the scenes. It's true. Um, that didn't get in that one. There was Phil Jackson. Yeah, no, that's a good point. All right, love it. Where are we at? Now? Where are we at? Uh, there's no other Warriors thoughts. I just wanted to say Pistons are going to be really good. They're not yeah. good yet. They're going to be. They're going to be solid though. And it was good to see. Uh, what happened? Okay, see what? Or they played. The play only part is they lost. They, uh, oh, they lost. lost to the Blazers. I think that might have been the Blazers' first win. Oh also yeah. Also felt bad. School was having a good game, decent game, but also he got hurt, and I feel like that contributed oh, to him winning the game. Hopefully, it's not a too long thing. But he had some nice moments early. 
Um, but yeah, man, these dudes are going to be good. Just I guess my reaction was just Cade. I haven't got to see just because Cade hasn't played a lot. I haven't got to really sit down and watch a lot of Cade. Yeah. I feel like today was the first day, like whole half of basketball, just kind of locked in on. This dude's really fucking good, man. Just like he's going to be one of the guys like. And this is definitely recency bias because dude, this other guy's had a much worse start, like just to this this season in particular. But like his stock is above Paolo's to me, like right this second. Again, yeah. Paolo's like really struggled this year so far. Um, but Kate is dude's yeah. another level, man, because the jumper's really there, I guess, and that's a big part of it. And he just like the way he controls like the game and like yeah. he's doing this all with no space. Like there's just not any shooting in their starting lineup like besides I think uh I think uh Beef Stew might be like the damn near second best shooter in their starting lineup. I don't know if Killing Oof. Hayes hits threes didn't hit anything today. So that's what, I don't know how much Killing Hayes about to have like the craziest eighteen year NBA career. <laughs> He's about to just never go away. Watch. I can see it. But not Cade I say the Cade Powell thing I like that. Or say maybe recency bias, but I do just yeah. I think the ceiling with Cade is just more interesting, and with Paolo, I feel like I guess it's talk a lot about the best American player in the world, or and that or where we're going with that in the future. But I think the um, I don't see Paolo really being like Jason Tatum level ever, but I see Cade as like Cade has the potential to be a, yeah his ceiling can be higher than than a Jason Tatum, whereas yeah it's like. Paolo, I feel like the best case scenario is probably going to fall a little bit short of. That best case scenario probably falls a little short to what all the things that Jason Tatum can like can get can bring to a team. But um, yeah, Cade seems really interesting. I feel like as far as just yeah where the yeah where the American talent is going and, and yeah probably six six eight point guard is crazy. It's crazy. And then the other piece, unless any any K thoughts, just oh, I gotta watch them play. Yeah, I know. They're, I will say just anybody like they're a team that's worth. Watching, if you like who, I feel like just the way that because it's Monty Williams. Monty Williams got pretty good at just got just going to put people in space and just yeah. run like two man actions and kind of ISO action. So they get yeah, it gets boxed up because of not great shooting. But they're I don't know. They remind me of a team. I don't know. They remind me of teams I like to watch play and just like yeah. the, the collection of players, I guess really. Because the other guy I wanted to talk about was Thompson. Mm-hmm. This dude's motor is insane. Like he's kind of one of those guys. It doesn't make sense. Like. Or I guess he's one of those guys you watch and then you kind of get for like, why don't all the players in the league kind of go this hard after the ball like all the yeah, time kind yeah. of type thing? You know, you watch that guy. Yeah. It's like just mm-hmm. like he kind of got no, – we play with guys like that too. And yeah. It's just like, yeah, like how do you – I think it's always cool to see in a non-big man too, just mm-hmm. kind of that nose for the ball and how that kind of manifests. And it's just, you know, this dude's motor is insane. He's a really good passer. He's a good passer already. I think he can be a decent finisher. If he finds a jumper, he's going to be great. years, yeah. He's Rick Thompson. Thompson, Thompson twins. twins. Oh, which one is this? I need to get this right. This is the first pick. This is the higher pick. This oh, is really Asur. Asur is in uh, Detroit. Wait, oh, those are two. Yeah, he's a higher pick, right? Uh, I don't Man, remember. Shit. I don't remember who's the higher pick now. Wait, I just need to get the names right. I just need to get the names. Asur is in Detroit, though. Asur is in Detroit. Hey, Amen. I'm, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I don't know how they say it actually. I was so uh, Amir Ahmed Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Amir and Ahmed, humongous entertainment. Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller's have a pretty decent start too. I will say real quick. Uh, oh, Ahmed went first. Okay. okay, that's crazy. I thought Houston would pick first. Yeah. yeah, that's wild that the one that went later in the draft is the one that's starting. Because I don't think Ahmed's starting. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, curious about that. But they got the whole 
Yeah. They're very... They're really interesting. Interesting, interesting. yeah. And they got a dub today, though. Actually, I didn't check this. I'm interested. FVV. Really worried about... Really worried about LaMelo, y'all. Hey. Uh, spend enough time in Charlotte. Career just... Gonna be a career in Charlotte. <laughs> this is such an interesting team. I don't know how it's gonna come together. Well, that was going to come together. I want him to play more, though, because his brother looks fucking amazing, and he's supposed to be the better one. And yeah. They have a lot. I don't know. I just want to see. I want to see him unlock a little bit. Sore has been, been crazy to watch. Just his energy and his motor um, type shit. Boy. Any other, any other general thoughts? Any other thoughts on either of those teams? Probably we can pull up standings and kind of see where we're sitting with the NBA. Yeah. Well, uh, say we didn't get the most of the last time. Hey, we can talk about that. What's it called? Talk about this. James Harden in L.A. He didn't play tonight. They win tonight? Nope. Oh, lost in overtime. To the Lakers? Yeah. Okay, y'all see any of that? or? After after Warriors game ended, it was about five minutes left in the fourth. So I kind of catch most of that while I was setting up, mm-hmm. uh, setting up for this. So they're good. Um, they look good. I mean, that's that's the thing that probably is the most interesting part of this is Russ has been playing really well. Mm-hmm. This was their fourth game, four games, and like Russ played really, has was played really yeah. well in general. He played pretty well tonight too. He got twenty four tonight. Mm. Um, Real Russ Westbrook game. Like, he averaging like eleven seven and seven going into the night, just kind of staying. So it's the lowest. <laughs> I think it's his lowest usage rate, seventeen percent usage rate. He's below league average usage rate, which is kind of a wild thing to think about with Russ. But he's kind of yeah. doing his thing, his three ball been falling. But I do want to. I don't know what happens because he probably with Harden coming in, if he starts still, it just gets a man, bro. And I like how you tell him to come off the bench when he finally accepted hey. the role that niggas need him to accept. I man, guess. I'm a I'm a Westbrook fan now. That's what I'm I don't saying. know. He's really, really won me over. Nah, I can't. You can't. What are they going right now? Russ PG Kawhi or Russ Russ PG? Let's check to that. Russ PG Kawhi is the start and then. He played 44 minutes. He's still crazy. Oh, no, he's on. That's the thing. It's a crazy thing. I think I said it yesterday, but they're going to be relying on the old dudes because they're the ones that are reliable, actually. It's happening simultaneously. We need it uh, just after talking about Amen and Asar. Just Russell Westbrook just playing this role. Are they playing this role that didn't really – I don't know how much it even existed kind of because, yeah, for where we were at. Like, he's the transition. Like, he's part of the transition, I guess, for like – I feel like Amen and Asar, and even going back to Lonzo, yeah. there's so much of this kind of diet Jason Kidd or, like, kind of in their games. But, like, Russell's kind of in the middle there. Like, Russell's in the middle of, like, in two th- being drafted in 08. And just crazy to get to the end of his career to see him kind of in this in this role of, like, oh, yeah, if you had came in in 98, 99, maybe you would have just, they would have geared you towards trying to make you like Jason Kidd, trying to make you like this guy who's we're valuing you. Yeah. Not for your, not, we're not, nobody's looking for, I guess, yeah, that's, that's the thing about Russell and Curry and Harden's era. Like after they after they hit their primes, guards are now high level production, high level scoring, high high touches and shit like that, like never before. And saying it's crazy, yeah, crazy. Russ's probably Russ Russ's career gets to the end, and we're seeing a whole wave of kind of wave. I feel like we're seeing a wave of a lot of point guards who 
If they're not scorers, then yeah, they've got to be the six four, six five athletic defender who just goes out there, plays hard, and makes plays like all night long. It's like damn. It's... Another interesting for them because I think the funny thing about the Westbrook thing is that it seemed like it first unlocked. That's why I'm somewhat hopeful. Is it seemed to unlock yeah. with seemed to unlock with uh, when Harden and Westbrook played together in Houston. They stopped playing Capella. They start. They stopped starting Capella. Yeah, that's where it seemed to kind of really open up. That like clicked in his head what he can be out there yeah. in a space like that. But because um, he was always positionless too. That's the thing. I feel like that's probably the Houston click thing. It was just like yeah, like the value of the rest is like he can be one of the best point guards in the league. Maybe one of the best point guards ever. It's like yeah, this dude doesn't really need a position when he's out there though. It's like probably the first time you really see that is somebody actually. NBA evolving to that place and Houston being that type of team that's just like, hey, we're going to go full small and he's going to be probably our best rebounder on the court, if not the second best rebounder on the court. And what we can do with pace and space when that when the, when your roster is like when your when the lineups like that is is, is a lot more. But my bad. But, no, you're good. Yeah. Um, that was so that's the one thing with Harden coming in is just how it's going to affect Russ. Mm. The Paul George one, just Paul George kind of been hooping and kind of like, just probably the first one of the first times Paul George was like, oh man, do I want to take the ball out of his hands actually yeah. right mm-hmm. now? Because I think 35 tonight. Podcast peak. Podcast peak. Mm-hmm. 29 a game. He's shooting 50% from the field, 56% from the field, 51% oh, from the field. Mm-hmm. And nine, this is four <laughs> games, but still, six free throw attempts and 93 from mm-hmm. the line. It's just, I don't know, but he has like, Paul George has these moments when Paul George plays, like if he's, when he's on, he can be. That's eight, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, part of it's like this is a lot of talent. These niggas might actually be end up being really good, but it's it's gonna be really weird to see how it all meshes together. I guess I'm trying to see Booker need to come back, and I'm trying to see them play. Yeah. Paul George said, Ooh. and all he said, he about to be on his bully shit this season. Cause him and Booker had a back and forth. Okay. Very interesting when they start opening their mouth to say some shit. <laughs> Uh, I remember yeah. Booker was one bitching about being double teamed and in pickup. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Never gonna drop, and he was talking, talk, chirping when he dropped seventy in the L. So uh, <laughs> Booker's had some interesting moments. Best player, best American. Who? That's the thing. Uh, he's just he's being held back by the the rest of the country. Needs to have the confidence of Devin Booker. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> now I say, I just say back to the rest thing. Just yeah, what. I guess here you explain it even just like oh like I guess it's ironic this all comes back around to just James Harden is going to be the sixth man and Russell Westbrook is yes. going to be the starter and they're going to have two wings that probably they work better next to than ironically they, like the one wing Kevin Durant the one the generational talent and it's like oh yeah end of their careers we get to this point and Russ comes back to Russ is still the starting point guard <laughs> like kind of just finally cra- he crash landed kind of crash landed into this place just in time and Harden's going to stumble over and you figure after all this time we've Washington since Harden's left OKC he is a lead ball handler and he can do it in uh, in a bunch and he's shown us a bunch of different ways he can do do that too but yeah try to get get the ironic part of getting back to this point and it's oh yeah James Harden's back to six man James Harden which it wouldn't be bad like he'd be really I don't know it might I say I feel like Russ's game is unlocked already unlocking already I feel like James is James's game would unlock because he's still above that role. I feel like he's still at where he's at. If he's in shape, like he's well above that role, and he's gonna be at play. Like yeah, he's gonna be excellent in it. And then whenever somebody goes down, James is ready to step in, kind of thing. But be interesting to see what they end up looking like. Who y'all think will end up higher on the all-time list? What are mm-hmm. Westbrook versus Ky- Westbrook and Kyrie career? Russ. 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 
unless Kyrie starts playing. That's like the next five years of Kyrie's career is playing every game or like playing like 70, 65, 70 plus games a year. You just Russ got so much. Like I don't know. This this is where I feel like that thing you bring up is a little more interesting with these with these two. The Wiggins Kawhi thing is funny. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, this yeah. Russ is really running it up like yeah. crazy. Like not even not not like a bad way. Like no, like he's just one of the greatest point guards ever. And just production wise, this is just yeah. This is a this is kind of, was one of the many miracles probably of just the amount of superstar talents from this era, but. Kyrie just probably got to just drop in two, three more game winners. I feel, and see Kyrie just playing until 38-39, and he's just going to be the, I don't know. Especially, I feel like once Kyrie doesn't need starter minutes or starter level minutes, if he ever gets to that point, and he's just like, Kyrie loves basketball. He's just dropping in, trying to find a contender to play on. He's just going to have really special moments. Like you said, Kyrie has one of the biggest shots and one of the most televised, one of the most watched basketball games ever. And I feel like he can do that he, he can do that again for pretty much another nine. He could have that happen once or two two more times in the next nine or ten years. If he just and it's really just a matter of getting lucky. Like I think just like yeah, just oh. picking the right picking the right place oh. to go. Oh or, or Dallas just being legitimate. But I don't I don't think that Dallas they played again today. Jason Kidd's not gonna win a championship and on the coach. Lost. Only undefeated yeah. team yeah, left yeah. in the West. Yeah. The, the, and uh we get Luca Luca Versus Jokic on Friday. I'm mm. pretty sure. Jokic's gonna lose that too, just because he's annoyed. <laughs> how much did Luke? How much did Luca have today? Let's see. It's just it's too easy <laughs> at this point. He he didn't do go crazy. Grant Williams led them in scoring today, so you uh, played the Bulls too. You ain't got to score crazy rest to beat the Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah, I turned that off real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, he kind of struggled. I mean, 18, 10, and seven. That's, That's that Caruso. Numbers. That's it. Uh, Market. Somebody yeah. needs to trade for Caruso. Yeah, he's really wasting over, man. He's such a necessary piece. This man is coming off the bench in Chicago. Off the bench. We were supposed to have it. Like, they did it. it was, we were in Summer League. And I was Crusoe holding up the Summer League championship and Lonzo Ball in street clothes holding up the Summer League MVP. And they got back together. And they were fucking wreaking havoc on defense in Chicago or just never. That sucks, uh, man. Yeah. Do kind of feel bad for them. I feel like they they were they did a lot of missing, but they were saying they took a lot of big swings. I think to put that team together, and it yeah. did seem like it was going. It was that especially that pandemic, that first year after the pandemic, it was going well even through the injuries and mm-hmm. the COVID. They just kept that was like DeRozan's. All DeRozan was hitting all the game winners that year. It's like, That's because the ones that was getting hurt were Vucevic and DeRozan that year. Yeah, well, it yeah. was. Yeah, before it became yeah, it was Owen Crusoe. Nah. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Like I don't, yeah, I just really don't like this team. But this team is missing probably like, yeah, it's hard to say that Lonzo and Cruz are more important. So I'll say they're at least just as important as yeah. as DeRozan and Levine or anybody really anybody on their roster. Like, yeah, the team was holding up and winning games without their two leading scores. And it, was, it was those three guys. That's a defensive team that doesn't have its best defenders. Or Lonzo. doesn't have its one of its best defenders. I was you said it on the pie yesterday, right? Lonzo or Lonzo gonna get his. He gonna get his. Uh, Lonzo, Sean Livingston, type of type of return. Bless it. Come on to Golden State. Bless it. Come on. You go to Washington first, like Sean did. You know, prove yourself, and then and then and then and then you slide over to. Wait, where did it was Brooklyn and Washington? Brooklyn and Washington. Sean came back. Uh, man. He, won, he was on the podcast for a minute too. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was the man. first comeback. First comeback. Dark NBA days. That's hey Lonzo. 
you can always get back into this league with the Charlotte Hornets, the Charlotte Bobcats. You feel me? They always going to have a no, spot. No, they need to stay away. Get LaMelo out of Charlotte, yeah. too. Man, we ain't doing it. I mean, that's how you get back in. I was yeah. saying, it feels bad. It feels ugly. That's what I say. Sean, Sean really got reps with three of the worst Eastern Conference teams. Yeah. It's just like, give me the ball. I'm going to buck it. Like, 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 y'all y'all going to have to give me the ball by the end of this season? Yeah. Because, like, this, yeah, bad organizations don't know how to put, put good teams together. But I feel like, yeah, Lonzo's a little different. He got to go somewhere where he could really shine, but that was the shit with Sean, I guess, just going to work in the Eastern Conference and then and then right to the West the Western the perfect Western Conference contender who was just like, Oh yeah, we'll lose you. We'll, the thing you've been doing for Brooklyn as a third leading scorer, you can come be like the seventh leading sixth or seventh leading scorer and we'll give you the same touches in the same spot. It's gonna, gonna land with Oklahoma City Thunder. I think that's the that's equivalent. tough. Yeah. That's the equivalent. Um yeah, we'll love him in Golden State, though, if he, he makes that if the bounce back right. He getting his bounce back. Lonzo's getting this. He's young. Uh, Pelicans put out a good win against the Thunder. Sorry, I just made me think of that. Pelicans put out a good win against the Thunder. Oh, they won? Yeah, nice. yeah. They came back. I felt like the Thunder would look dominant the first, like, 10 minutes of Or really, like, probably first 20 minutes of that game. Maybe, yeah. maybe closer to, like, quarter and a half. And then... Let's say, yeah, the Hornets made it close, and then they, yeah, pulled away with it. But I don't know, no Ingram last two games against two of the best teams in the West coming mm-hmm. out one and one. Dang. Well, Zion was interesting. Nothing to write home about. He saw all those games where he's like, he's anybody. I mean, 20 and 10 still for a rough night. CJ had a big night. See, CJ with the 11 rebound, guard rebound. Dang. Yeah. What? Oh, I saw that 11. I was like, yeah, you don't pass like that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it's only one time. Yeah, he never going to pass like that. 11-6. <laughs> yeah, no. But, <laughs> yeah. Jordan Hawkins. Hey, that's all I need. I got to believe that. Normally, the Memphis be having dudes pop up. I feel like the Dyson Dams dude was funny. Just, like, seemed like, oh, yeah, just got a random guy to try to guard Steph all night. Oh, yeah, he's nine out of two. Where are we at? Any other thoughts? He's in a fun place, man. I really want to see. Any playing play tournament thoughts? First game's on Friday. Who's the... Let me see the schedule. Let's see. Let's go to our playing schedule. Anything fun tomorrow? KD. Uh, KD. <laughs> MVP. Oh, oh, nice. Uh, that's Friday or that's tomorrow? That's tomorrow. Oh, shit. So playing. Playing begins. All these games are technically. I keep saying playing. I'm sorry. In season tournament. In season tournament. Cash pace. Again, we're getting a lot more Knicks. We had this conversation yesterday about how we're getting a lot of Knicks and we're just going to continue to get a lot of Knicks with the plan because I think Boston and Milwaukee are in the group. That's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, Boston, Milwaukee, New York is. Boston's group is trash. We I remember that. Boston's yeah. like with Brooklyn, Toronto. Brooklyn's like the best team. Brooklyn, Toronto. And then I think, like, yeah, somebody else that's not good. Warriors Thunder is going to be fun. That's going to be an interesting matchup for the Warriors. I kind of want to see this is a good one to probably hone in on because the Thunder have looked, besides the end of the game or the second half of the day, 
it looked really good. And I want to see. Well, see how that matchup goes because yeah, Chad, that's really fun. That's probably the biggest weakness is rim protection. Like just he's small at the rim. Their biggest weakness is they started a pretty skinny dude at center. But yeah. I don't know. Warriors just play short dudes at center, so I don't know how much it's gonna matter. Another year, I feel like this is this is this is when I start 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 tracking how how J Dub plays against the Warriors. I feel like to really see his, see how high I think his potential is. See just how he impacts the game. I feel like versus versus Steph Curry and Draymond. It's a pretty good one. What else we got? That should be the national TV, not like Warriors bias, but that Knicks Bucks. The only reason, yeah, no, they should on five seven thirty. Only reason you can't really get away with the seven thirty game in either of these places. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You could just make them niggas start at like nine thirty. Yeah, maybe seven, maybe eight thirty endeavor. But yeah, this I get this for this time four and one five and zero. Oh. That's gonna be fun. Or four, I can't remember, but that's the first. I feel like we talked a lot about on the last one again. We talked a lot about Curry. Just wanted to see the Curry Jokic matchup in the playoffs and and just what two offensive forces look like. But this is that's gonna be a fun early season to see Luca and the Mavericks off to a nice start versus this versus this Denver team and those two those two offensive forces going at it. Let's see. But yeah, that same similar kind of thing though. I feel like I'm like, yeah, like I don't Denver ain't got nothing for Luca, so just want to see how how that game goes for them. Just yeah, it's so great. Denver's such a crazy team. I feel like it's just such a crazy championship team. Just be a good test. I want to see how much Dallas, what Dallas has put together. See if how much better have they really been able to replace Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah. This is a good test to see if they can defend decent. Uh, in that one. Um, just because I see them in front, too. Y'all think y'all think the Grizzly season is is over? You think they lost again? They haven't won yet. Uh, they're gonna be a bounce back here with, when Ja comes back. Just it's the West and it's tough. Yeah, I know that. five is hard to bounce back from. Yeah, tough bounce back. Twenty five games or twenty more games? Yeah, twenty more games without Ja. <laughs> no, we have no Adams for the season and no timetable. I think on when Bane's gonna be back. Bane's out now? Bane's been out. Not Bane, I'm sorry. Oh, Marcus. No. Nah, Clark. Clark, yeah, Clark. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought Bane been out there. Nah, Bane been out there. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Not yeah, I, I really thought they was going to be able to hold their own. I thought Steven Adams was going to be playing, but still, I didn't think it's, it could get this bad. Yeah, I feel like, uh, see, with Boston, I guess, all, they didn't really track all those moves. I feel like I was, well, not paying as much attention during the offseason and now just seeing the, the outcome of the rosters and in the this first start to the season, but uh, Boston and, and Memphis, I guess, were two teams I was curious about because I believed in both of their continuity, and I'm seeing Boston, I think, even though things have shaken up, like they've shaken up the foundation, that they're they're fine, like they're going to be fine. And Memphis, who I think I had a little more belief in that kind of continuity and the consistency of their defense over the last couple of years, I don't, yeah, I felt like, it's, yeah, crazy to see, I guess, like, yeah, I think that, the baseline kind of the baseline that they've had just to sort of trickled away and I don't think you can attribute it to to one name as much as it's like I would even throw in somebody like Melton like to go from the Melton Brooks and Adams all being on the team like where they were where, where they were two years ago to like where they are now it is just it doesn't feel like the same thing it does feel like they're tr- they're in a transition now as opposed to where it felt like they can win through slight roster roster adjustments because they have a good have a good base a good defense and a good yeah. good base but now yeah it feels feels 
feels I wonder if if there was I wonder how important Dylan actually was kind of yeah. <laughs> like like yeah, to really to be honest just because they're a young team like it just seems like he was really a part of that that job Desmond and Jaron group but yeah and to see them kind of see see them without Ja and without Dylan at the same time it's like Jaron looks Jaron doesn't look I'm, I expect I, I have a lot of high hopes for Jaron Jackson so I'm, feels pretty let down to think the start of the season but so they don't and not having. Not having ties too, I think that's that's another one. Yeah, yeah. That was always, I think that was my thing when me and Dwight were talking about yeah. the, just the off season, just replacing. I, I, I thought Smart could replace Tyus or yeah. Smart could replace Brooks, Brooks. But asking him to replace both yeah. feels like kind of a lot. Um, and kind of having just no jobs, like it's kind of a Ty's job, right? Having being the point guard while Jaws not there is part of like the filling in for what Ty's did for the yeah. team, and just again having to do that. And be important to the defense in a way Dylan Brooks is. It's just especially because Dylan Brooks is probably a better on the ball defender. Like Marcus's value is probably like not that it's not there, but also Jaron doesn't like Jaron's values that he kinda does all of that shit. Yeah. So the rest of the team can just kinda focus on locking up and Dylan Brooks is probably just a man to man at this point better defender than Marcus. So it's a lot a lot on his plate and seeing what it looks like. Um, a lot of little shifts that turns into a lot. No, I say, but I, I still say with them. I guess the last thing I say because I don't want to. I will. I can't write them off. I feel like after a weekend, still, still, like yeah, good defense. Like that's just this is a team that proved they can just be good at defense, and I still see really good defenders on it. And I guess yeah, I think when Ja comes back, I guess is is I don't even though as bad as it probably can look. If it doesn't look the absolute worst I, I see them that defense can still pull them out I just even to hear you kind of explain and to just talk it out a little bit of just the idea of what Marcus and and I think uh, Derek Rose like what they look like next to Ja is a lot different and it's like it we're feeling the most effect probably of that right now like oh yeah the role of losing Ja and Tyus you're feeling that but Marcus and Derek are good pickups if you can see them next to Ja you just you now no slight to them you you wanted and needed a, you want and need a lot more of more from them until Ja comes back but you're asking more you're asking way too much of them so yeah maybe when Ja comes back like just it solves a lot and Marcus and Derek can settle into a, a smaller role Marcus can Marcus and Sharon can establish kind of a night-to-night defense that I think that they've been able to establish with other other roster variations, but yeah, the West the West is the West too. I feel like you know this this probably see where they're at a week week and a half from now, whatever that record is, and just kind of know that any of the good teams in the West can have a stretch like that, like can have a two and seven stretch, can have a three and nine or three and three and eight, two and seven stretch, start have a have a bad ten game stretch. So if you can have a couple put together a couple of good ones once your defense is right, you might be able to jump on some people, but. I don't think anybody's gonna separate either. I don't think I don't think anybody but Denver can separate in the West. I just don't believe Dallas is off to a good start. I think I probably slept on them and didn't say they could be the one seed, but they can be the one seed. But I still don't see them as like having a big gap on the rest of the West if they are. I see, I see a top ten building though. I think that's the thing. As much as it's not gonna be, I think it's gonna be jumbled up like you're saying. Besides up top, I yeah. think I think we're gonna quickly get to a point where. That 11, I think maybe Utah was on, but I do think Memphis just got to get the work done quick because I do think that yeah. that group all the way through the 11th uh, seed or 12th seed maybe is going to 
11 seed at least, like, there's nobody there is falling off. And if there is, it's, Denver, it's Minnesota. Yeah. And that's still, like, you still, that still doesn't get you in the play. And being, being better than Minnesota still doesn't get you yeah. in the play. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, man. I'm, gonna, I'm starting to get nervous just because there's yeah, so many different. games I have to make up. But with you like you're saying, with yeah. It's definitely have to find something before this twenty five games is over. Like, yeah, they can't. If they're the worst team in the West, or they're if they're in that bottom three, I guess if they're not at least eleven or eleven or at least five like around eleven when Ja gets back, then yeah, I'm, or not Sacramento, Minnesota. Yeah, you're not at least hunting around Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, Minnesota. Kawhi playing, just it was everybody out there. Kawhi was out there, Paul George was out there, LeBron was out there, Obi was out there, and I wonder mm-hmm. it's weird because you can say Russ too, because Russ was on the Lakers last year in this scenario. But I wonder how often when those two teams played last year, all five of those guys actually, yeah, actually played. Play. Yeah. yeah, so it's dope, man. Hopefully it keeps up. We'll see. Um, Kawhi, Kawhi played forty-one minutes in a back-to-back. Ooh, what the hell going on over there? Oh, oh what? Yeah. Oh, no. It even seemed like good strategy. Well, it's overtime. Yeah, yeah, they went out to you. Yeah. I mean, but still, that's only but five still, minutes, man. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. <laughs> still. Back to back. So, no, it's, uh, it's been cool, man. I'm ready to see the playing tournament. Or the NCAA tournament is going to be interesting. It's not going to affect how we care. I do want to see at the end. I want to see once we get to the fourth, like the, everybody's around their last game, like the last week of November. Yeah. I want to see, like, the team's like, oh, if we win, we're in. If we don't win, we're not. And I want to see if they take that game a little a little more seriously, and I think once we get to the tournament in December, I think they're going to take it seriously. We'll see. Okay, us okay. playing OKC first is good. I feel like that's it's a good game for yeah. competition. I feel like it could have that thing of starting off, like a couple of good start-off matchups or teams' yeah. first well, first, well, first or second matchup is good. There's a lot of good teams in the West, so it's kind yeah. of yeah. just – It's really just we're going to get – there's no way to not get a lot of good Western Conference basketball because it's always like yeah. there, especially like you know, we're, we're back this year. Um, but, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Like, it has something else on it, I guess. But, yeah, no. It's cool. Like, we kind of know. It's like we're going to get to see the Warriors play the Thunder, Wimby, um, and the Kings one more time over this next month. It's mm-hmm. games to look forward to. Mm-hmm. They haven't played the Spurs yet, right? Just that oh. preseason game? Yeah. That's going to be a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Just want to see what happens, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate appreciate y'all checking in the Rocket List. Probably get another one uh, to get into. Uh, uh, oh, your tears. Dang. Tears. I feel like they're old now. That's all. Like yeah. Two days <laughs> West. Yeah. Has anything changed? Uh, Denver still champions here. Warriors mouth. Yeah, I think this is probably the same, right? I think I was hesitant to put the Thunder and Pelicans above the Suns and Kings. I feel like I'd be a little more confident yeah. now just because we're both those teams that Pel- Thunder losing the day. I mean, they played each other, so somebody was taking it out. But well, yeah. no, I'm not really good about the yeah. about the Thunder and the Pelicans and their ability to jump up a little higher. I think that's my... Lakers getting the win today was good. 
I still don't know what to think about either one of those teams right yeah. now. The Lakers are still, it's a lot of D-Lo. They're just, it's, it's weird that they got, not weird, it's, it's good. They're a good team that got really far last year. But it's kind of crazy to look back at how now when I look at their team. Because it's just a lot of, like, nobody's, st- I don't know how to say, I mean, D-Lo's just clearly the third best player right now. That's probably the best way to say it. It's a funny team. I don't know. I don't know where, where they're going to go. Uh, I don't know anything else. They, they make sense together, though. I feel like just the Lakers Clippers throughout the season, I feel like it'll just be, yeah, like, yeah, just whatever the up and down is, it'll be very specific to, <laughs> to those two. I guess that's a question if we want to jump these rules. Like, any, any, I guess the Raptors make more sense to worry about. I think that actually won today. No. Ooh, they they beat somebody. Yeah, be Milwaukee. Milwaukee got blown out. Oh that's yeah, a question here. Anybody? That's what we have to talk about. Is this, mm-hmm. Anybody worried about Milwaukee? Milwaukee won that first game, and then they got blown out Ooh. the next day, and they got blown out again today. And oh, it was too straight. Middleton doesn't play more than twenty minutes a night. Wait, really? Yeah, is just, it, I mean, he's coming back from still the, coming back. Yeah, but yeah, now I I feel like I just realized uh, more than the Dame. Addition, I think Adrian Griffin, just first time coach, yeah. first time kind of thing. Maybe yeah, be interested to see just where they're at, kind of halfway into the season. So I told you about the funny where Giannis, um, like that was the first or second game where Giannis like goes to check out, and before they even start play again, like he convinced Adrian Griffin to let him go back into the game. And I was just kind of realized like, oh, Adrian Griffin, like I remember this guy, and also like, oh, this is like yeah. First time head coaching, kind of a pretty big, kind of pressure, pressure, pressureful, pretty pressure filled job with where Milwaukee's at. So, yeah, I just, I feel like, yeah, for them, probably just see where the Dame Giannis and also the Dame Giannis, Adrian Griffin, I guess, kind of thing is at Christmas, I guess, is with them. But I feel like for them, it's just maintaining, I guess. I've seen Milwaukee be kind of average at times in the past and get through the season. And then, like, they, when they go crazy, they kind of just go crazy. But, yeah, I would say by Christmas, I think we'll be able to see if, if Adrian can get out of this roster what I think Bud could pretty consistently get out of in the regular season with just like a couple of just really solid stretches where you're the most dominant team or close to the most dominant, close to the best team in basketball. But that, that probably won't happen in at the, the first month for a first-time coach. Uh, let's get a little scary with them. What that East? Is the East here again? Let's see. Shooter at 24 and 11. Mm. What is going on in Toronto? That roster is funny. I don't understand. So, yeah, I still do some butts up there. Again, this is before the butts. I think it was before the last two times the butts have lost. Sixers uh, again, just I don't know. They look good, and it's been without Harden, and they're still without Harden. I want to see how they use uh, whoever they got. Who they like got? Everybody, everybody they got is. Really oh, yeah, they got Batum, Roko, Roko. Roko and Batum, I want to see how they're used. Um, and then, yeah, Magic. Magic kind of struggled when Magic came to L.A. Magic looked good to start, then they came to L.A. and lost two straight. Um, Paolo's kind of been struggling. Detroit's technically under 500 now. But the Pacers, I don't know what y'all, y'all got to see. See how the burden uh, they got popped today. Yeah, Tyrese didn't play today. Oh, he didn't play? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boston. 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 Oh, Boston. That's the only two losses, though, right? They got blown out by Boston twice. I think, that's I that's think it was Boston. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah, lost yeah. to Boston. I can't remember. Uh, but, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, the that tier there. 
Indiana, Detroit, Orlando in the middle there. And then... I feel like so much has happened since since Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday before the games. Probably the Cavs and Knicks have played each other twice, or they're about to play each other tomorrow. Yeah. I feel like I still kind of believe, I mean, still pretty solid believe in the Cleveland team, despite, I don't know, what they won, what they won, one game or two games? Cavs. Oh, somewhere. You take Chad Holgram or Evan Mobley right now. I mean, I just really like Chet's game. I mean, he really got a jumper. Like, he's not yeah. like a big man taking threes. Like, oh, no, he can. Yeah, he can no. Who, Moke or Chet? Chet. 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 Yeah. That's Moke's kind of issue. Is yeah. It doesn't. Chet. Ah, it's there. It's there for him. I believe it's going to come, come together. You got to get a game in the game nobody else played. Yeah. Uh, in the L, but. But now Chet feels more like a kind of facilitator. Like, he can be, like, yeah, growing to kind of. I like, I think a lot of assists, but I feel like just kind of directing the offense from the top of the key and the shooting ability combination, just different. Going to be, a, yeah, much the upside on his offense is much different than what Mobley's is. This makes it tough. Yeah, I think there's a chance. I keep going back to the list because it's just a more interesting conference. But I think there's a chance that people are going to be. How do, what are these veteran teams going to feel like? The one that has to play the Thunder in the first round. Nobody's gonna want that. I feel like. And kind of as a secondary question, how does the team that maybe has to play against Zion in the first round feel? I feel like I'm more scared of Shea and just what that Thunder team is. Yeah, I'm more scared of the Thunder as a team. It's tough. I still feel like, I guess, yeah, when I really look at the Thunder, I don't think they're. I would I want to I would have to see where they're at by the end of the year to see how much they progress, but I would guess that they're still not really ready to do anything past push push one of these teams in the first round, like push one of these good teams in the first round, but not actually win the series. Whereas the Pelicans, I feel like they're even further away, maybe because of the, because of how much injuries they've dealt with. But the Pelicans is the one where like. That team's fully healthy walking into the playoffs. Like, that's just a really scary team that I think can't actually beat anybody in a series. Just, they're pretty, they're, I feel like to be seeing Jose, them like Jose and who else is hurt? Trey Murphy are both hurt right now. Yeah, just to think about, I think them, Ingram's out now too, which is, again, it seems like the Pelicans are dealing with the same problems the kind of Pelicans have been dealing with. But the perfect world where that team has everybody, like, or close to everybody at 100%, not just Zion and Ingram, but I think, yeah, what Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose, like, that's just a really, that's going to be a really tough team on both ends of the floor and kind of make, make a really tough series, so. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Pelicans have actually more legitimate shot of upsetting, but I I think it's less chance that we're gonna see that. Like we're gonna see enough of this Pelicans team get that full chemistry with the full roster because anything they get is gonna be better than the last couple of years. But yeah, need a little bit more in order to be ready to do something in the playoffs. And Thunder just you know one year I feel like that's like a one year away from like that real making that real noise. I feel like same probably way that OKC team was in a. Uh, with KD, Russ, and Hardy, and just lost to LA that first year, but it was a fun series. And then the next year, they were in the conference finals. Thunder. Y'all have, I guess that's probably good if we could probably mm-hmm. end with that in the East. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Boston. Just is it? Is the East just Boston's at this point? Like, I don't. 
Yeah, I mean, unless the Bucks figure it out, but yeah, I think. No, yeah, I still, I, I, I can't say it's just Boston because I still want to see Boston. Looking at these two teams, I mean, still because I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a, a team that I want to fall off in that ambulance tier, Miami. But that team is always going to be a factor versus Boston in the playoffs if they get there, and then Milwaukee. I feel like it's just still like the series is a toss up and. Mike Bud being gone just makes it a little more interesting to be like wherever the Bucks end up, kind of at the end of the year going into the playoffs. It won't be with Mike Bud. No, no offense to Mike, he was, he's a really good or one, really good coach. One of the best coaches the last probably last most good. One of the best coaches, one of the most successful coaches the last five six years in the NBA. But um, I think the playoff limitations and strategy I think kind of came to a head. So it would be interesting to see Giannis Dame versus this Boston team uh, with the thing that I feel like with I feel like the thing that maybe held them back versus 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 Boston out the way. So we'll see see yeah, I was like yeah, so yeah, because Milwaukee obviously still feel like that series is a toss up cuz I still don't trust Boston like as especially after kind of last year the way yeah, their playoff run was, their playoff run was weird last year. Boston. Yeah. But um yeah, I just yeah, though yeah, same same kind of issues I have with Boston. I always have with Boston, you know, whether it's them losing in the conference finals or them losing in the finals, I guess. It's it I think it'll come down to the being able to take care of the ball in the fourth quarter. I think it'll come down to the clash of flaws, which I think Drew kind of compound like Drew's a great player that uh is a good pickup, but also compa- kind of compounds the flaws that I think Boston already had, which is like I don't I don't look at Jalen, Jason and Drew as the team to close out to take care of the ball versus a great defense in the fourth quarter of the playoffs over the course of a seven-game series. I think they could struggle with that and and not, probably a lot on Derek White to be kind of the, yeah, the best ball handler in the group. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, so, yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's there with them for me. Other than that, though, yeah. I don't I feel like Philly's out of there now for me. Like, I don't consider them after kind of even last year I don't consider them as would in the same in the top tier of contender in the east I think they're at least one they're one group they're always one group below that top group yeah all right anything else to get to wrap all right man so uh, you've been listening to the garage the flagship show of NBA Sports. I would like to thank my co-host for joining me tonight and ask you both to please let the people know where they can find you online. Uh, Instagram underscore JBash, TikTok JBash47, and YouTube JBash Music. You can find me on YouTube, Doom and Wonder, Doom and Sign, Wonder, and you can find me on Instagram at Daniel Doom underscore. Uh, go by Mike I spell that M1KE It's Mike with the one M1KE You can find me on YouTube At Trash Mike That's again Mike with the one At Trash Mike M1KE Thank you all for listening To The Garage An NBA live show And a podcast you can find On Spotify, Apple Or really wherever you get your podcasts You can also follow the show on TikTok and on YouTube at NBH Network. We will be back probably around weekend time, we think, and weekend and beginning of the next week. We'll be back with another one, trying to come to y'all at least once a week this year. Um, but until then, remember, 
It all started with a basketball. Peace. <laughs>